0: a little different this morning. Uh, I, I've already heard a request that the sermon be shorter, um, and I've received that. I'm going to invite the kids who would like to, and any youth that would like to, to come up. Parker, definitely you come. Just how you come. Any kids or youth that want to? Absolutely. She can bring her tea set. I'm bringing my favorite thing from this morning. Come on. It's embarrassing? It's not embarrassing. So Parker's bringing her tea set. Uh, And and your hamster. One of two tea sets she got for Christmas this year. Um, And uh, she loves that. Uh, I brought my brand new Pokemon deck. Josiah and I like to play Pokemon a lot. Did you bring something, bud? You brought your Pokemon deck, too? So he got Pokemon Arceus cards, and I got Pokemon the Lugia cards. And we already battled once this morning. They're rare. Okay. It's a, it, they're like the top. We we have been following the world champions of Pokemon and what cards they use. Yes, baby. You, uh, okay. So Gabby on Netflix, Gabby cats, or yeah, something like that. Uh, has lots of cats that are part cats and part hamster. And Parker has one. What were some of the things y'all got this morning that brought you joy? What'd you get? Okay. And do you know what else I got? Oh, let me ask somebody else. It's it's, she's not embarrassing me at all. So what would y'all do? What would y'all get? Uh, I got mostly Pokemon cards. Oh, so, okay. so Pokemon cards. Yeah, I got like five Lego sets. Very cool. What'd you get? I got like 18 and up Lego sets. I got like the White House. I got this. Do you watch Mandalorian? I don't, but it's on my list of shows to watch. Stormtrooper. So you've got lots of 18 plus Lego sets, like big ones. You've got Pokemon cards. Lots of stuff that brings us joy, right? We, I mean, Josiah and I have already battled our Pokemon cards. As, um, and so I thought since he did lose, we keep track of it in the box. Who's won how many times? Um, it's a pride thing I have to work on. Um, and we, I figured since uh, we asked them to put all their stuff aside and come in here, I did talk to them and y'all could just listen, if that's alright. Is that that okay, Kathy? All right. Um, these things have brought me great joy this morning, and, uh, and I'm, I'm going to tell you a secret. Even as a pastor, I thought, I really just want to stay home and eat sausage balls and play with the stuff we got this morning. Uh, and I thought, oh, well, I, I got to show up to church. If I don't, who's going to unlock the doors and be here, right? So I thought uh, we would take just a moment to talk about uh, what brought us here. Do any of you think you could retell the Christmas story that Mr. Jacob just read? You think you can do it? Okay, so in a, a short version basically in if you're about the uh, um an angel came to visit the shepherds, told them that Christ was just born, so Jesus. Um so they ran over, found, found the baby, told everyone the thing that the angel had said. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's the Luke part, right? Yeah. shepherds put decorations on the baby's manger? No, oh, uh, did it? On our play. It might not be in the canonical text, but we can imagine this, right? We can imagine the streamers from the... Do you know that? That was in my play. It was in your play at school. Okay. That makes more sense. Uh, you know, we've got a couple different Christmas stories in our Bible, and uh, you've seen this Bible before. I'm going to slide back a little bit so you can see. This is the Jesus I Storybook know. Bible. Mom, I've read that whole I know. Can I use it book for my on the table? You sure can. So we're going to read a little bit from here, and then I want to tell you something I learned about Christmas this year. Uh, and it starts, Everything was ready. The moment God had been waiting for was here at last. God was coming to help his people, just as he promised in the beginning. But how would he come? What would he be like? What would he do? Mountains would have to be bowed down. Seas would have to roar. Trees would have clapped their hands, but the earth held its breath. As silent as snow falling, he came in. And when no one was looking, in the darkness, he came There was a young girl who was engaged to a man named Joseph. Joseph was a great, 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 great grandson of King David. One morning, uh, this girl was minding her own business when suddenly a great warrior of light appeared right there in her bedroom. He was Gabriel, and he was an angel, a special messenger from heaven. When he saw the tall, shining man standing there, Mary was frightened. You don't need to be scared, Gabriel said. God is very happy with you. Mary looked around to see if perhaps he was talking to someone else. Mary, Gabriel said, and he laughed uh, laughed with such gladness that Mary's eyes were filled with sudden tears. Mary, you're going to have a baby. A little boy, you will call him Jesus. He is God's own son. He is the one. He's the rescuer. The God who flung planets into space and kept them whirling around and around. The God who made the universe with word. The one who could do anything at all was making himself small and coming down as a baby. Wait. God was sending a baby to rescue the world? But it's too wonderful, Mary said, and she felt her heart beating hard. How can it be true? Is anything too wonderful for God, Gabriel asked. So Mary trusted God more than what her eyes could see, and she believed. I am God's servant, she said. Whatever God says, I will do. And sure enough, it was just as the angel had said. Nine months later, Mary was almost ready to have her baby. Now Mary and Joseph had to take a trip to Bethlehem to the town King David was from. But when they reached the little town, they found that every room was full, every bed was taken. Go away, the innkeepers told them. There isn't any place for you. Where would they stay? Soon Mary's baby would come. They couldn't find anywhere except an old tumble-down stable. So they stayed where the cows and donkeys and the horses had stayed. And there in that stable amongst the chickens and the donkeys and the cows in the quiet of the night, God gave the world his wonderful gift, the baby that would change the world was born, his baby son. Mary and Joseph wrapped him up to keep him warm. They made him a soft bed of straw and used the animal's feeding trough as his cradle. And they gazed in wonder at God's great gift, wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. Mary and Joseph named him Jesus, Emmanuel, which means God has come to live with us, because of course he had. Oh, they cleaned the barn too? I have a question for y'all. Who is the most powerful person in the world? Okay, so who else? I know Jesus. So Jesus is an answer. Most most powerful living human right now, whose body we can find. Right now? Yeah, uh, maybe that we can't find that body this second, but the most powerful human in the world. Uh, what do you have? It's a governor. It's so governor. What do you think? What do you think? Tell me. Tell me. Oh, um, I would say the world because it's actually because the world is living. Okay. That is like, that's, metaf- like, that's metaphysics happening in my it's head right now. So, the, the collective power of all of humanity living together. Okay. <laughs> He's speaking. Okay, so like a. Uh, individual, I guess. Okay. I guess. <laughs> so like the collective presidents now and past together if they all got together. Um, no, I'm saying just the presidents. Now okay. Because, uh, the past are, are even okay, so like yeah. the the different presidents from all the different countries. Okay. Craig, Craig. Biden. Biden. Okay. Um, Dad, I got one. The mayor. The mayor. Yeah, so depending on what room you're in, who's most powerful, right? Uh, I think most countries tend to think their president or their king is the most powerful person around, right? Because they can can make their armies do things. They can tell you what you have to do. They can uh, make rules and laws, and they can just sign something with their pen and change how our whole life works, right? Yeah. In the story that Mr. Jacob read us today and the one that we read in the Bible, it talks about a person named Caesar. He is like the president of Rome. Rome, and this time, back in Jesus' day, uh, is basically like the biggest superpower in the world. Rome has, uh, everywhere that anybody in the Bible knew about, Rome was in charge. You know this, don't you, Camden? You're just nodding along like, Chad, we know this. Move on with the story. Okay. Uh, Caesar is super, super powerful, and he decides, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure everybody knows uh, that I'm in charge, and I'm going to make sure that I can get the most money from them. So go to your hometown and sign a piece of paper. So that I can charge you money, and that I can make sure to control you, Caesar uh, uh, is a pretty bad guy, but he's super powerful. Uh, and what's interesting to what, I, what I've kind of grasped this year is something very different in the story. Who seems more powerful, the the emperor of Rome, or a little baby? Okay. Yeah, there is a teacup on my ankle, just so everybody can see. If you can see it on the, the webcam. So, so you've got a good point, right? Who, who is more powerful, powerful versus who seems more powerful, right? So if Jesus is God, but then you've got Caesar who's running the whole world. This, this is interesting. Do you know, uh, if I said, who is the Son of God, who would you say? Jesus. Jesus, right? Well, did you know that when, uh, when Jesus was born and Caesar was the emperor... he would print coins with his face on it, and it would say, Caesar Augustus, divine son of God. And so whenever you went in a store and you handed in a coin, you handed over a picture of Caesar that said he was the son of God. One second, one second. And uh, one of the things that uh, Caesar would claim is I am the prince of peace. So he would bring uh, uh, what he would call peace in a particular way. And the way he did that is by conquering your nation. So... Let's say you are a nation and Camden is Caesar. The way he's going to bring peace is he's going to come take over your whole nation and tell you, as long as you pay me lots of money, nobody's going to mess with you and nobody would mess with you. So Caesar is the Prince of Peace, right? He's probably going to lie about that. He's going to lie about that. About, about why did you not get hurt by people? Oh, what's that? Well, he's so powerful. What he does is he does stop the other nations from messing with Rome. One yeah. second. I, I see it. Um, and, and he's making all these claims, and he is very powerful. Right? He's got this massive army. Uh, he's wearing the finest garments, and he's wearing purple, this, this color that is for royalty and is really expensive. And then we have Jesus. So, so we have Jesus. What is he wearing? What? What's he got?
1: Yeah. I'd say I'd a brown say,
0: cloak. I'd say he would he um it does say he was bundled up in something. Uh so you would if you were considering that as being his if that was his only clothes, I'd say that was like very
1: cheap, no offense, but very cheap <laughs> no just offense. like just like just cloth. Yeah. Very
0: cheap cloth. Okay, so we got like a brown robe really cheap cloth they, they said they wrapped him up in bands of cloth right they didn't have disposable diapers and they didn't have uh like bumbo insert diapers right he's probably already kind of stinky and he's in this manger wrapped up in clothes uh what can a baby actually do in terms of being powerful uh, i guess you can like, not do what Okay, so he, he has some restraint. What you got? Um, one second, baby girl. So if I was a baby, at power, all I would be able to do is probably like break one, then stick around like this. Okay. So if you're a powerful baby, you could break sticks. Yes, okay. Definitely. What, darling? Don't forget about the brown clothes. Yeah, he was wearing the brown, some brown clothes wrapped up. Oh, he could tell Mary and Joseph what he was going to do and what he wasn't going to do? If he was a baby, he really didn't have to do it. He didn't know how to walk or go yet. He's like that. So Jesus is a baby, right? In the story that we're hearing today, and he seems absolutely helpless, right? He's wrapped up in these clothes. He can't do much of anything, and he exists in this world with the most powerful person ever in history. He uh, is wearing these kind of raggedy straps of clothes, right? This... Uh, you know, we don't want, we want to be offensive, but his, his cheap clothes. And uh, Caesar's out here wearing his fancy clothes. Uh, Jesus is just hanging out in this little manger, and Caesar's commanding armies. Uh, for the first time in my life this year, I realized how much this text is setting us up uh, for the whole story. That where Caesar says he's the Son of God, and Caesar said he brings peace, uh, that Jesus is, is doing it all in a different way. And the whole rest of the story from this moment to Easter, from this moment to the church, uh, is a demonstration that even when the president or the governors or the mayors say, you know, uh, they, they demonstrate their powerful, Jesus uh, uh, shows us his powerful power in another way. Um, and it's struck. Yes, baby. Um, can I get something that, that I love by accident? You want to go to your seat? Absolutely. I need Right, you go that, because I'm just about done. Miss um, Marcy told me it should be a short Sherman today. Um, and, uh, but I'm Sherman. Okay, you thanks, Camden. Me. Nobody else was going to notice I mispronounced that word, but you... You, you told me... Thanks, I know. Rachel. You told me we were doing it for go an go hour. Yeah, I, just wanted I have lost this. See, Kathy? <laughs> Kathy told me, this is easy. Just get the children together, it's easy. But you, do, you, do you catch what I'm saying? Caesar is so powerful... Jesus is not. And then the whole story changes. Do you have a dog?
1: <laughs> is that a real dog?
0: No. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering if it was a real. Camden, dog. I thought you were holding a stuffed animal this whole time. R- Y'all, this is, I, we've just lost it. Because there is an adorable dog up here. I think we should just pray, don't you? Y'all heard what I was talking about, right? Caesar seems powerful. Jesus is powerful. The rest of the story will continue, okay? Let's, let's, let's pray. Let's pray, and then we'll do communion, and then we'll all see this dog, okay? Let's pray. Let's, let's, all right, let's pray. Jesus, we thank you that uh, you saw fit uh, to come as a little baby, uh, to show your power and weakness, to be vulnerable, and to be... Um, uh, susceptible to the powers of this world. We thank you that we know the end of the story and we know uh, your might and your power and what it means for us today. Would you fill us with your power uh, that we might go forth in your spirit uh, to love the world the way you loved us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.